0: Yes people, how are you all doing? I hope you're all doing really well. Welcome back to Process, a podcast with myself, Brendan Pearson. Now it's been a while since I last said them, it's been a while since I've last done a solo podcast or a podcast in general. I've been slacking a little bit on them but I wanted to get back into the routine of things and seeming I am currently in isolation, I thought now would be the perfect chance to get back into it. So Today's podcast is going to be based around losing momentum, which is something that I've experienced myself the last week, 10 days, whatever it's been, mainly down to obviously isolating due to COVID 19. So, about a week ago, I tested positive for COVID 19 and it wiped me out a lot more than I thought it was going to. I was wiped out in bed for probably two or three days and I've really struggled to get my momentum back since then. So, I thought I'd come in, come on the podcast and talk a bit about. What happens if you lose momentum through illness, through injury, through just losing that motivation or losing that willpower to keep training going? Everyone's going to have periods in their life where they do lose momentum. It's just about making sure that you can get, get yourself back on board, making make sure it doesn't happen again in the future and kind of keeping that momentum going. So firstly, I wanted to talk about COVID because I massively underestimated its long, like long-term like long effects. I thought it was just going to be one of them things that was like a two or three day laying in bed job, and then I can kind of just get back into it. But the effects, the after effects of COVID have massively impacted me a lot more than I thought. So for the first, the first day that I kind of had symptoms was last Tuesday. So Monday, I was absolutely fine. Tuesday, I woke up feeling a little bit tired, more tired than usual just nothing really out of the ordinary, I just thought that, oh, you know what, I'm probably just a bit run down, because I had a long day previously, and um, we had a busy week the, the previous, so I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll probably be absolutely fine, I got up to my mobility, started training a few clients, and then the symptoms started to really hit there, so I started heating up, I started feeling a little bit nauseous, a little bit sick, especially when I was wearing a mask while I was PTing, and then from there, two clients in, I cancelled the rest of them, went back home, Got a test, obviously the next day I found out that I was positive and from then the fever hit me and I was just completely wiped out. It was weird though because about it only took about two or three days later to the effects of uh, the, the kind of coughing, the loss of taste, loss of smell, the headaches. They kind of came a little bit later and they're the things that kind of put me off completely to the point where now where I'm struggling to get back into my routine So obviously my chest has been one of the main things that has really stopped me from training. Energy levels have been non-existent. I'm still feeling like I'm sweating a little bit and getting out of breath really, really easily. My breathing's all over the place, like I mentioned before. So, and and the one big thing, which I didn't realise, is the nausea stays with you for quite a while. So I've had no appetite. I've just not been wanting to eat and been feeling sick. So that's massively put my train off. So just a quick thing on COVID, it wipes you out. So get get your vaccines isolate if you need to keep your distance from people and do your best not to not to get it that's, that's my advice to anybody so moving on to obviously the main topic which is what happens when you lose momentum how do you get yourself back into it so for my scenario it's more based around coming back from an illness or coming back from maybe like an injury or something like that you could relate it to so first thing is let yourself have that period of being ill having the injury whatever it is, or maybe if you're feeling down, maybe some you've had some personal issues in life or family related issues where you're not in the mood to train, let yourself have time to recover physically, recover mentally and get yourself back to a place where you feel mentally and physically ready to actually train rather than trying to get yourself back way too soon, forcing yourself to train, probably having a really bad session and probably making yourself feel a lot, lot worse. So you need to give yourself time. It might be longer than you originally thought. For me, I thought I would have been fine after four or five days. It's been seven, eight, probably maybe nine days, I think we are, until since the last time that I actually trained. And I still think I need a little bit of time. So I'm easing myself back into it. So be patient with it. If you do have an illness or if you do have an injury, injury especially in terms of training, take your time, don't rush it. Just get yourself back into it at your own pace. Second point is, don't beat yourself up. You're only human. You're going to have periods where you're ill, you're injured, you might like not feel too great in yourself. You're going to have periods where maybe you're struggling to get a chance to train because of business things, because of other things that you need to focus on, other things that you need to prioritize, which in parts of your life, you're going to have to prioritize different things anyway. So just remember that you're not going to be flying on like full cylinders every single day. You're going to have times where you, you might need to back off. You might need to prioritize other things. And just don't beat yourself up when training, nutrition and stuff isn't going the the right way. If it's down to your own fault, then maybe obviously look at yourself in the mirror and think, you know what, I need to do something about it. But if it's something external that you can't control, like an illness, anything like that, don't beat yourself back up. Don't get frustrated. And one thing that I've noticed is social media. Get yourself off social media because you end up looking at people's Instagram stories, Instagram posts, YouTube videos, whatever it is, and when they're flying, they're having a really good day. They're putting their pictures of training, the business is going really well, whatever it is, and you're missing out on that, and you're getting frustrated because you're seeing these people who are ahead of you. Probably give yourself some time off it. I took two days. I didn't post for two days when I was ill. One, because I didn't feel like posting at all, but two, just to give myself some time away from it. If anything, use it as a positive to have some time just to switch off from social media. But don't beat yourself up and, and look at other people and compare yourself to people. Like for me, I was looking at people like Oli on Dory, who he's just on it twenty four seven. He's probably the wrong person to be looking at when you're feeling down or feeling upset or anything like that or feeling ill. I should say, yeah, just just probably switch off social media and give yourself some time to just be like, you know what, I'm ill. I'm gonna let myself recover. I'm gonna switch off a little bit and then when I'm better, I'm gonna get myself back into the game. So. Point number two or point number three, I think we're on now, is giving yourself a cutoff point to get back on it. So again, if you're ill, give yourself enough time that you, you're going to be fully recovering and say to yourself, you know what, right, I'm ready. I'm going to give myself another what, day or something like that to recover and then I'm back on it. If it's one of them things where you're not feeling it, you're not feeling great, give yourself a cutoff point to stop feeling that sort of way. Just say that, you know what, right, I'm going to give myself another half a day I'm going to give myself another 24 hours to feel like shit to feel sorry for myself then from there that's it I'm cutting it off from there no emotions like that I'm getting back into it so give yourself that cut off point it's it's the same sort of thing when it comes to like relationship issues family issues yes you can dwell on things and get upset about certain things but give yourself that time to to kind of grieve and feel bad for it but then you give yourself that cut off point you'd be like you know what I'm going to turn my life around from this point and that's when. You start to kind of build that momentum back up so from there build up a routine but little by little do it really slowly especially when it comes to like obviously the thing that i'm going through there is illness coming back from illness you don't want to rush into things completely and try and get back to the weight you were lifting previously the intensity that you were in training back training that previously maybe drop the sets down a little bit drop the intensity down a little bit make sure that one your form's on point and two that you're feeling okay so at the end of the session. You shouldn't be feeling sick, you shouldn't be feeling ill, you shouldn't be feeling absolutely shattered that you need to go to bed. Start with a little bit less intensity just because your body hasn't done anything in whatever the last few weeks. And then the same thing if you've kind of lost that momentum in terms of just you've lost all motivation, you've lost that routine, not down to illness or anything like that. Make sure that you're just building yourself back up and don't set yourself the expectations of trying to get back to where you were previously because, one, you'll dishearten yourself, you'll get frustrated. And then two, you you just won't be able to do it. You just won't be able to get that point. You'll probably end up injuring yourself. So make sure that you're taking your time. Give yourself plenty of time to build yourself back up. Focus on that technique. If anything, use it as a chance to kind of work a little bit more mobility work, rehab work. If you've had, if you've had any injuries, give it a chance to fix them and prioritize them, which is less intense work compared to your heavy lifting. And then obviously do your heavy lifting afterwards just to build yourself back into it. So yeah, take your time with that one. So on to the next point, I think point number four or five is gonna be accountability. So when you you've lost that momentum, you've lost you've lost the old routines that you used to have where you were you were doing really well and you were flying accountability is so so important to make sure that you are not slacking in any sort of way to make sure that you're doing all the right little steps to get you back to where you were previously so accountability with some of my online clients i've got a little accountability checklist if anybody did my 14 day routine reset it was just the checklist at the start at the end of every day just to make sure that you were ticking off things like getting up at the right time doing your mobility getting your ten thousand steps in tracking your my fitness pal tracking your workouts and getting your two liters of water a day, little things like that just to get you back into the routine. Now don't start off with all of them at once. Don't start off, right, I'm going to get up at 5am. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to prep all my meals. I'm going to get my 10,000 steps in. I'm going to have four hours off social media a day or whatever it is. Don't try and do them all at once. Just take them off one by one. If you're like me, you will get frustrated and you'll want to do them all at once. But trust me, just try and take them off one by one. For me, At the minute, I'm just trying to get back into the habit of my daily mobility. I'm trying to get back into hitting my protein target, and I'm trying to get back into just at least training. Doesn't matter if my training session's are hour long or half an hour long, whatever I'm feeling, just making sure I do that. Then I'm gonna try and focus on things like getting back to my normal sleeping pattern, so going to bed nine, half nine, and getting up between five and six, rather than laying in, which I have been, which is something that I need to get better at. But it just takes step by step, I'm doing all the little things and then all the other things will come into place. I've talked about it previously in podcasts, the old snowball effect. Just when, when you start doing one thing, it leads to another and it leads to another. And before you know it, you're kind of 10 miles ahead of where you, you thought you're going to be and you, you, you do know these things and it feels easy. It feels natural to you. That's how people build solid routines just by slowly building it up week by week, day by day, adding new things in and rather than doing anything at once because you'll probably end up again disheartening yourself and not getting stuff done so back to the accountability thing what else can you do to keep yourself accountable now one big thing that a lot of people don't want to do is get a coach or get someone to write them a training program or keep them accountable for things coaches are there they are there. (laughs) Like personal trainers online coaches they are accountability coaches they are there to make sure that you get the results and do the right stuff online coaching we write you the program we write you training nutrition stuff to to give you the perfect setup to go and do everything that you want to like, achieve the goals that you want to achieve and we will check in with you once a week to make sure that you're on point we'll we have your mobile software need to message you and check up when you we can do just to make sure if you do one-to-one personal training even better you're seeing someone one two three times a week that will make sure that you are getting them training sessions in they'll be asking about your nutrition they'll be asking about how things are going To make sure that you're getting back on track. So it should be something investing in a coach or a personal trainer when you're starting to get either back into the gym or maybe you're just starting out in the gym or maybe you need that kick up the arse and that that step forward to push to push that that second gear or that third gear forward. Coaches are perfect for that. So do not be afraid. Don't be shy to even message a coach and have a conversation with them. And if you think it's expensive, trust me, if you Look at your values and look at where where you want to be and look at what you're spending your money on, with takeaways, nights out, whatever it is. Have a look at that and trust me, it's worth the investment long-term. Down the line, you might not need the personal trainer. I hope with some clients that they don't see me five years down the line because they shouldn't need me. They should be educated enough. They should know their own stuff. However, it'd be great if they still are, but use coaches as accountability coaches. Use them as education. Use them for just to get you that second third gear like i said so coaches can be really good in one thing for myself which i use instagram for is almost accountability for myself so i'm someone who's on instagram and i put little things on my story talking to the camera stuff so i like to use that as an accountability for myself if i say to the to the camera put put it in a youtube video right i'm gonna do this this and this this is gonna be my goals for the next few months i have to now stick to them you can do this yourself. It doesn't have to be talking to the camera saying like, all right, I've done this today, i done that. It could just be putting your steps on and maybe tagging your coach if you have one. Or if you've done a workout, put it on Instagram and like say, all right, day five at the gym, whatever it is, use it as a bit of accountability because now that you've put that out there on social media, people are going to see that and your friends are going to see that or your coach is going to see that. And if you're not sticking to those, those habits that you've been doing, people are going to be thinking oh what's what, what's he doing like when I didn't post for two or three days I had a few clients message saying oh you're right what's happening wait, wait, you're okay Brendan I've seen you haven't posted for a while people will end up picking up on things like that so it might be an idea if you're active on on social media that could be a great way to keep your accountability if not t- tell a friend that you're going to be doing this thing or tell a family member or put it in your family group chat whatever it is saying right from now I am going to get myself to the gym four days a week or I am going to be out doing my steps and use that as your little social media platform rather than obviously sticking it on Instagram or whatever you do so there's a few things that you can do for accountability the next little point I would say is having a period of I'll call it a habit setting period so a period where you're going to be quite tough on yourself you're going to be quite strict quite regimented and it's something that I did obviously with a 14 day fourteen day routine reset excuse my voice and um, it could be a period from two weeks or 14 days, 28 days, The six, I can't remember how many days it is, 60 days to, or 30 days to make a habit, 60 days to make a make, make it stick or something like that, I can't remember exactly but along them lines, have a set period, 28 days for example where you are going to be really strict with everything you do. So things that I say to my online clients is nutrition wise for the first Four weeks. I want you to track everything on my Fitness Pal. Seven days a week, track everything that you are eating, even if it's snacks and stuff like that. Make sure you scan the barcode in. Weigh in your food. Be as strict as possible. Now, after that four weeks, one you would have created a habit of using my Fitness Pal. So you might naturally just go back to doing that. But also after that, you might have a well, you will have a better understanding of what different weights of food look like, what portion sizes look like, and what foods and how much food you should be eating on a normal day-to-day basis to hit your calorie goal rather than just trying to like do bits and bobs for four weeks and then you still won't have the idea so be really strict with yourself same with the training make sure you track all your training make sure if you have a coach make sure you're sending them videos if you do doing the one pt maybe go and see that coach three or four days a week rather than just the once or twice just to be really really strict and harsh on yourself because once that 20 days is up you will have developed so many habits that it'll probably just come naturally to you and you'll probably want to stick to those habits and if you don't well at least you kind of know what it feels like to be in that routine and if you start to feel yourself lose those habits or kind of go downhill you can flip that switch and go back to where you were so be really strict with yourself for that that 14 28 if you can go two or three months being really really strict like not drinking not going out sticking to your diet sticking to your steps doing all that sort of stuff Trust me, you'll see results really, really quick as well. That's another thing. You'll end up getting hooked on the process, which is obviously a big, big thing that I push in this podcast. And the last one, which I briefly obviously mentioned before is get yourself off social media for a little bit. If you're someone who's like me, who does end up procrastinating on social media, when you get in these kind of negative mindsets and you lose your momentum, it's probably a good thing just to cut yourself off it completely. Why? It's because you'll end up comparing yourself to the people who... Who are looking like the successful? Looking like they're busy. Because remember, Instagram is everyone's highlights reel. It's not the like the laws and the the times like what I'm kind of going through at the minute, where you're not feeling great. It's because when I'm not feeling great, I don't really post on Instagram. So just have a think to yourself: Are you one of them people who doesn't feel great when they well doesn't want to, doesn't shouldn't really go on Instagram when they are feeling like this? Take some time off it. Stop comparing yourself. To other people get yourself in a better mental state give yourself some time to reset just focus on yourself you'll find other things to do as well if you rather than just sitting on your phone you'll just be sat there in silence staring at a wall you would be like i might as well be doing something here rather than just sitting around so you'll end up finding yourself doing something whether it be going out for a walk which is more productive or sticking a podcast on and um, reading a book anything like that just to start that then good habits again so I think that is all the topics that I wanted to cover covered. If you do lose your momentum, don't worry about it. You are only human. Don't beat yourself up. Remember, give yourself that cutoff point where you're going to be like, you know what? From this point, from this day, I'm getting back on it. I'm going to start with these little routines, little habits that I'm going to build myself back up. Do it little by little. Don't try and do everything at once. Give yourself small little achievable goals and then you'll find that you'll snowball into these bigger, bigger, bigger goals and you'll want to achieve more in time. Keep yourself accountable. Have a checklist, have something on your fridge, have a coach, put them on your Instagram story, message your friends, your your family members, whatever it is, however you do it. Keep yourself accountable. And then also have that really tough habit setting period. 28 days, maybe. That's probably a good kind of starting point. 28 days, right? I'm going to be 100% on everything. And then from there, I can start to be a little bit kind of more flexible with things. Or maybe, you know what, after the 28 days, I want to keep this one going. And then also social media, give yourself some time off it, don't compare yourself to others and then just focus on yourself. So I hope you've enjoyed the solo podcast, this is again a little bit of a shorter one, just 20 minutes long. If there's any topics you would like me to cover on these solo podcasts, let me know. I will do my best to see, this is me keep myself accountable, I will be bringing back the podcast a little bit more regularly. It's just at the minute we've obviously, I've just, well, I've just moved house, I'm picking up um, a few more clients, one-to-one-wise, so I've been really busy with that, which has been great, I've been loving it. And um, But obviously, it's just I've had to sacrifice the podcast and things like that, which I do want to get back to. In terms of guests, I want to try and get a few more guests on. It'd be great to be doing some face-to-face stuff. Obviously, with COVID settles down, I'll make it easier. So if there is any guests you would like me to have on the podcast, if you're from the local area, it could be someone local, who obviously I could just organise meeting them face to face. If not, I can do it on Zoom. So give me some give me some guests that you would like to see. Just drop me a message on Instagram. Um, and as always, if you did enjoy the podcast, get subscribed on Spotify, iTunes, uh, get subscribed to the YouTube as well. Give it a share. If you can share it with one friend, that would be amazing. Share it on social media, Instagram, Twitter. I'm not on Twitter, but just sh- share it as much as you can. It would mean the world. So thank you very much again for listening. This has been process.